and we're back uh, after a very long time. Thank you for tuning in. And um, yeah, hello to my guest, Kulendo. Hi, Lucas. How are you? All right. Thank you, my darling. <laughs> yeah. How are you? How's, how's your day? How's your week? How's your year been so far? So far, um, okay, so so far I've been good. I've been good. I recently celebrated my twenty fifth birthday. Yay, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> and you sang for me yeah, and yeah. it was it was it was a really good day and um I've been I've been doing well, I've been looking after myself. My week was pretty was pretty cool. Yeah. Um today was dope too. Yeah. So you know, overall just overall coolness and dopeness. Yeah. 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 So like I always tell Lingyana that um, when you record podcasts, man, you don't have to be nervous because you find that sometimes you're recording for one person. So yeah. I there's there's one person who I think I uploaded an episode after I was supposed to upload your episode at yeah. once. Like I put out a promo. Yeah. And then when I put out a different episode, she was like, hey, then Ganja, I didn't to because I'm waiting for this one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. I can say, like, thank you to that person for yeah. listening because, yeah, she should give me reviews sometimes. And yeah. I feel like we owe it to her. Well, I actually. <laughs> I actually yeah, you have the obligation. To, yeah, I, I owe Mine to, is just part time. Yeah, to, yeah. to let her know, like, what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We recorded a pod, yeah, and it just didn't come out well. Yeah, and not like quality-wise, but just like um, um, just how it was structured. You yeah, know? and I thought, nah, man, um, let's have a listening session mm-hmm. and let's um, let's um, let's re-record. And then, yeah, I guess it was just like a, a weird time, and yeah. just like things didn't yeah. didn't. Um, didn't go well from there but um what i can say to her and actually to everyone who's listening somebody else if there's someone somebody else listening um we had like some a disagreement i can't call it a fall off no it was more of a i think a misunderstanding misunderstanding. i can definitely say it was a misunderstanding from my part so Mm. this is something um that i've learned about myself recently Mm. so i'm the kind of person who I think it helps to know what kind of relationship you have with someone, but I'm the kind of person who always kinds of um, who kind of who kind of always expects the worst of people, right? So mm. um, it helps now that I know that you are this kind of person and that you know you're not so you're not someone who would just be malicious or you have no malicious intent when it comes to your relationship with people. So at that point. I was just like, ah, man, you know, Lucas is just taking me for granted. Mm. He doesn't take me seriously, mm. you know. So I was just making all these wild conclusions. Meanwhile, you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think when I approached you with that, I had I wasn't approaching you to have a conversation. I was like, hey, these are my conclusions. Mm. What you got to say about that, mm. right? And that was mm. just like, already I'm coming off with all this energy and all this, you know, all this mm. stuff that wasn't factual. And yeah. making my own conclusions and getting upset yeah. based on what I thought was going on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but um, then you explained it to me, yeah. you talked to me, and I was just like, damn. Yeah, that was just a, like, that was a basic conclusion. Yeah. And I was yeah. really happy that you, like, you were so warm and kind and yeah. understanding. Yeah. And, like, you were not, you were, I came, like, guns blazing. Yeah. I'm like, you just take me for granted. I, I remember, didn't even feel that. You know? I didn't feel like I guns, did. guns blazing. Well, I, 
I was that facing, but not like angry, more like sad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I felt like when I was sending that message. Um, but then you were just like, you were validating me in yeah. your response. Yeah. You're so kind. You were validating try, me in your, in your response. And you were just like reassuring me that that's not what happened at all. And I'm so sorry that you felt that way, but that's mm. not what had happened at all. And yeah, I, I felt like, okay, you know what, actually, I think I realized then, though, for the first time, I'm like, you know, I don't think I know you as well as I thought I did. Oh, yeah. yeah and I'm just yeah. like, if I can assume that of your character, then it means that I don't really know you and yeah, I need to spend yeah. time with you and actually get to know you properly yeah. because that's not who you are. And now yeah. I'm like, even if you would do something that I'd find offensive, I'd be like, okay, but knowing the kind of person he is mm. and knowing the kind of um, how he, he, he treasures the relationship with people uh, with the people in his life yeah. he would not do that intentionally so maybe yeah. it's just something he wasn't aware of or maybe I took it the wrong way type of thing yeah. and then it's easier to go into those situations with oh you know this happened and I'm not sure if you're aware but it made me feel this way now yeah. you're just calmer and you're just you know yeah. apart from the assumptions thing that I have a problem with now I can just approach you with that whole fear of Kesha but I know the kind of person that you are Yeah. so yeah that was so yeah, before before I continue, <clears throat> have you had like a, a friend misunderstanding that just okay? Firstly, yeah. did you ever like have something like that with with like other people? I have. So there was this particular friendship I had, and it was quite toxic. But it was toxic from both sides. And I think, um, and I thought about this, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know what kind of brought the thought on, yeah. but I really, and I was, I was, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I realized that in my heart, I stopped being friends with this person for a long time because that's something they'd said. Yeah. And because I'd never taken it, taken communication seriously, um, everything would happen internal, right? Mm. So um, whatever I'm feeling, I'd never vocalize it. I didn't even feel like it was a space to vocalize anyway. Yeah. And so I'd keep things in. And so it was, I would make some assumptions, right? And not based off of factors, based off of what is happening, but... Um, I can't say that there was ever a conclusion. I can't say whether I'm like, oh, but this person's like this. And so they would never mean to do that because it was mm. just toxic. Like the whole thing was just toxic. So I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that even then I would just make con- negative conclusions mm. because of what I felt I was getting. But there was never really any conclusion from them. But other than that, uh-uh. I think with you, it was an eye opener. Yeah. Right. And it made me realize that even though I may not vocalize those things, I tend to have that very negative mindset and be like, and make mm. um, negative conclusions about situations, about people that are in my life. Mm. And I'd have to kind of correct myself. So yeah. I think it was the very first time I actually vocalized it. And I thought, okay, this is healthy. At least don't keep it inside. Yeah. Now let him know because he's your friend and you care about him and you want to keep having a good, healthy friendship. Yeah. So that was, that was me trying to have a healthy friendship. But, in all that, I realized that I'm still doing that thing. I'm assuming things about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we we live, we learn, we grow, man. Yeah. And, um, I, I'm glad that because like when you, it's not the first time you telling me some of these, mm. and it was like educational for me too to say, oh, actually, like there's something that you can actually pick up from there because it was just like a a situation that I was just going through at the time and. Um, I wouldn't say actually I can pick one, two, and three for future purposes, you know. So you kind of help me when you are coming to me with like what you learned and like right now, what you're telling me that you're learning. And do you feel like there's like the the right way to to confront or to go about um, dealing with 
misunderstandings or disagreements with friends in the right way, like and and if you can, if you can say like just I know I didn't prepare you, but from the top of your mind, yeah, yeah, based based on what you 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 experience. <coughs> mm. Yes, there's there's a right way and there's a wrong way, um, and I mean. I think the first thing we, I think you have to understand is that if you're in any kind of relationship with someone, so in our um, in our situation or mm. in, this, in this context, it's just it's a friendship. Mm. And so with anyone that you're kind of in a relationship with, you care about this person mm. and you value them and you mm. value whatever that you have going on with them and you're hoping to build and to grow and to learn from this person and to be able to share a piece of yourself and your life with them, right? And so I think knowing all of that um, you don't want to enter into, um, if, if you're having conflict with them, you don't want to enter with um, a negative mindset or a hateful spirit mm. or just like a very, just a very negative um, whole vibe going on. Yeah. Because because you love this person, you want to approach with love, you yeah. want to approach with gentleness, you want to yeah. approach with openness and try to understand. So, um, it's so funny that you're asking me this because I was listening to a podcast about this, the episode they were talking about this, and I really? learned a lot. And yeah. I promise you, and I, I, I realized that I've been trying to practice these things in my mm-hmm. other friendships. Yeah. Where if I feel like I don't like something that you did, or you know, I can lovingly approach you and trust you as my friend and tell you, hey, I'd like to talk to you about something. Mm. And you said this other day, I didn't really understand it. Can you please clarify for me? Mm. Or, you know, you did this other day and you, you call me this or you make such, such and such remarks about me and they make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I know you, I know that you love me and that they don't come from a malicious place, Yeah. but um, this is how it made me feel. Right. So I just yeah. wanted to let you know um, yeah. and let you know that it makes me uncomfortable or yeah. it makes me feel unloved. It makes me feel like you don't see me. It makes me feel like you take me for granted. Yeah. And, I mean, those feel. I, I think at first glance, saying things like that can be really, really hard and really difficult. But the amazing thing is that when you get to a point, um, when you realize that the person you're expressing these thoughts to loves you so much mm. that they just they embrace you with gentleness and with mm. love, and they're also empathetic and they're willing to understand that. Okay, I know I did not mean to, but I made my friend feel this way. Yeah. I don't want my friend to feel that way. Yeah. So whatever it is that I can do, even if what she's saying doesn't make sense, like if I say, um, because I really don't like it when you ask to touch my hair, which mm. is not like a real thing, mm. right? Um, it makes me feel like, um, you know, um, you make, it makes me feel objectified when you ask to touch my hair. You know, it just makes me feel very uncomfortable. You may not understand it. It may not make any sense. You may be very innocent, but you're like, you know, because she feels this way. Yeah. It might be a trigger for her. It might be something she's had experience with before. She has yeah. her reasons and they are valid to her. So because I love her and because I care for her and because I value the friendship I have with her, yeah. I will just, you know, I'll try to make I'll, me being in her environment something that she's comfortable with and not do the thing that makes her feel uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm remembering now, I actually did have a situation where I made a where I approached it wrongfully. Yeah. So if you can, if that's approaching it rightfully, approaching it wrongfully is making those conclusions where you yeah. see the situation and you get all flustered. Is this up. rightfully or wrongfully? This is not wrongfully. Yeah. yeah. You get flustered because you're making conclusions based off no fact, but mm. you get based off your perception of the situation. Yeah. And then you, um, you go on, make a report of your, your facts. You're like, look, 
or not of your facts, but of how of your conclusions. Yeah. And you take them to the next person, like, hey, this is what you did, and this is how I feel, and you know, I'm so disappointed in you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I did that, and um, I remember, um, actually hadn't vocalized them. Yeah. And then I blocked this person. I'm like, how could they do this? Um, sure. My friend is gaslighting me. Yeah. What, 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 what? And yeah. then um, I took some time. I thought about it. Like I took some time. I remember speaking to my cousin about it. She's like, but don't you think this and this and this, based on the kind of person you said that this person is, I don't think that they would do that on purpose. You know, do you really say that you know this person that well to me that that conclusion? Mm. And I didn't want to be wrong, so I'm like, well, I know this person, but deep down in my heart, I'm like, you know what? I, I could be very wrong. Yeah. And I, I I got feel I'm like the way this person is responding, I don't think they're aware of what I think they did. Mm. And when I called them, I called to apologize. Apologize for what? They're not even aware of what's going on. Mm. All that they know is when they try to call me or text me, they can't get through. Mm. And I explain, I blocked you because I made this assumption and so and so on. And I realized, oh, I still have to work on being comfortable with verbalizing hard things. Mm. Right? So mm. that's the wrong way to approach it where you're just, you're making assumptions on someone's character. It could be like a, a biting friendship and you make these assumptions and you're not allowing them the chance to just... Um, to just kind of defend themselves and to mm. be like, but I'm not that kind of person and I wouldn't do that. And if you feel like I did this, this is what was happening. Well, if I did do this, then I'm sorry, you know, type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. there's a right way and wrong way to go about it. And I think the right way is just you want to preserve your friendship and you want to make sure that the next person feels loved. Yeah. I think like how we can just come out or end this um friendship disagreements topic is just to agree that when you are in any sort of relationship where mm-hmm. the person like means a lot to you and yeah they just those people are just valuable to you there will be disagreements and um, that doesn't mean like you need to especially if the person is like valuable to, mm-hmm. to your life and to they contribute towards your growth you don't have to up and leave yeah. You don't have to like ah okay it's over oh, like bye. You know, bye. <laughs> you just have to like yeah. deal with things because like t- when when there's growth there'll be friction you know True. like iron sharpens iron and that's that that's not like a a, a nice process but yeah. after it you become a better person because I believe like good friendships good relationships they they bring out the best in you you become a better yeah. person you yeah. become the best version of you and that's how it's supposed to be i don't see myself being in in (laughs) an environment where like i'm not being challenged i'm not you know you're not pulling these out of me and um my creativity like oh these things that i want to come out of me i don't see myself being there talking about inspiration and that um i had stopped recording podcasts and um, you inspire me because like you're so consistent with your podcast yeah yeah, yeah you do man you do so <clears throat> I just feel like um, you're doing a very 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 amazing job um, I, I appeared on your podcast yeah it was and, a good um, episode it was, oh, a very, it was very inspiring for me our episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it's something that I shared on my like, social media and and stuff but of course, I didn't speak about it in full. Like, mm. what is it? So, like, yeah, if you can just tell us what is the God House podcast. So, um, it's it's actually weird how the podcast itself came about. Mm. I've been wanting to do it since two thousand and twenty, like since like the beginning of the year. Mm. And I I'd, I'd been discussing this with my cousin and telling her I want to do a podcast. 
mm. and it was going to be about something completely different right yeah. so she was like um then how about you pray about it yeah. right cuz i had the idea of having a segment that would cover christian content yeah and so um i went into prayer about it i did and then um I think this was yes this was before how I even got the name of the podcast mm. I low key like okay this is just me being honest mm. I low key not embarrassed but I, I low key feel shy of telling people how I got the name mm. because it I think I get really I think I'm just afraid of the criticism mm. you know low key you know but honestly I didn't think about that I didn't think about the name yeah. there was the one time I was just I remember it was like was it was like in the AMs I was busy with my assignments mm. and these things always happen when I'm just busy mm. and I'm busy with my assignments and I remember just like doodling on my page and writing the name of what I thought the podcast would be yeah right and then suddenly because I'm now also thinking about the the Christian content um segment of the podcast yeah and then suddenly a name dropped in my heart I promise you it was <laughs> quiet in that house <laughs> it was yeah. quiet in that house and I yeah. know it was the holy spirit I yeah. don't know, you know, because even then I was just like, I was like quiet in my heart. I was very still. I was like doodling. I'm just happy. I'm looking forward to doing this thing. And then I, you know, I promise you, mm. I promise you, because when I think about the name, I'm like, I don't, I don't really get it. Mm. But as soon as it dropped into my heart, bro, I'm just like, this is a gorgeous. It was a beautiful name. Mm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And so I'm like, that's gonna be the name of the segment. Mm. And so um, when I did eventually go into prayer, as my cousin had suggested, I did, and then you know ended my prayer, and then again I'm busy with my assignment. Yeah. And then um, sort of like it happened again where I just felt like a rush of like messaging in my heart, right? Mm. Where I literally stopped everything I was doing and I start crying and I start writing on this paper, and I still have it in my room mm. about what the God pulse is about. Mm. And I realized that okay. Um, I think God is directing me to do this as mm. a whole podcast, and this is what He wants it to be about. Mm. And I, I'm really passionate about Christian content, and I really am passionate about God. So I was just like, you know, let's do this. And mm. I was still growing. I was mm. still growing, and I'm still in a process of learning things, and I'm gonna get things wrong. But at that point, I was just excited for the potential of what it could be. So essentially, the God Pulse is like, um, I think I could say it's like a, a platform for. For us to have conversations as believers, you know, people who literally gone through life and are experiencing real life and can testify to God's goodness and how they've seen the the hand of God move in their life, you know, it's it's a platform where people can just be honest and and not feel any shame about the journeys that they've encountered in life and the things that they were exposed to, things that they subjected themselves to just because they're Christian or just because they believe in God and want to follow Jesus. So, um, and that was also inspired by, I mean, I know with me, I tell people that, hey, I've struggled with lust for a very long time. Yeah. And it still tends to be a struggle here and there when I'm not really intentional about how I'm going about this whole thing and it really will attack me at times, mm. right? And... I know that sometimes I would tell people that, hey, man, I used to live like a candle in the wind. I had no ambitions. I had no um, steady footing of who I was. And I was just floating. And I was doing everything under the sun. I was having sex. I was, you know, I didn't really care about anything. Mm. And I know when I tell people that in a church context, mm. I would be met with, you know, when people are like really judging you mm. and mm. they like kind of want to cover it with, you know, um, but, you know, I shouldn't have gone 
Mm. And I was met with a lot of that, and I was just like, "This is this is wrong. This mm. let's let's not do that." So I also felt as though it would be great to have a space where we can all just talk. You know, even yeah. if you're not talking about, "Oh my gosh, I used to be a drug dealer," but know that you can come into the space and we can talk about God. We can talk about the journey of pursuing Christ. Like it's a journey, and there's so much that happens because it's a journey of life, and you're doing life with Christ, and there's so much that happens, mm-hmm. and so much that you learn. So that's the podcast, and you know, when you said consistency just now, mm. my heart broke a little bit. Mm. I just felt like, oh, I'm taking a break. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah. Did they're going to show you? No, didn't you post okay. it on your thing? No. Did I? You did. No, I didn't. You posted it somewhere. I didn't see it. No that ways. <laughs> yeah. I sent you the post on Monday. For the, I'm taking a June break. You, Bro, no way I you saw that there's you no took a way. break. For June? Take, yeah. For June? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be back in July. Not not the specifics, yeah. but I know that you're taking a break. I just right don't know. Yeah, I Is know. your prophetic working now on me? No, I have no, 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 no. <laughs> I, have, I promise you, I'll show you. Nah, you posted it sometimes. <laughs> or maybe it. you once shared it and no, tweeted it. No, I have the only. I only, I made a video and I sent it to Lingo. I'm like, check it out. This is the message I want to put out. What do you think? I don't know. We'll, we'll chat about it after we'll the part. We'll chat. Yeah, but it's prophetic. <laughs> I do know. I do know. <laughs> and you're so funny. And, and you were saying, and in, in the post you're saying, um, um, it's like, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm breaking this down for you guys, but I'm, I'm taking a break or whatever. Oh, I had a dream, guys. I don't know. You had a dream. <laughs> that's, had a so, dream. that's freaky. No. <laughs> that's, that's so freaky. We're freaky. You're freaky. Uh-uh, don't say it like that. <laughs> Let me not say like that. I promise you probably just had a dream about it. I'll show you the video. I haven't told anyone. The only person I've told is Julian. Look, if you haven't seen it from him, you definitely haven't seen it anyway. Oh, that's weird. But we'll talk about, about, about yeah. that. Yeah. We'll talk about what's going on with you. Hey, what's going Singing on? Singing to yeah. seven heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. why is your heart breaking? <laughs> no, because you're talking about consistency. I'm just like, but I'm taking a break. Mm. So I don't know if that affects it, but No, 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 it's understandable, yeah. man. You have to get your, your yeah. academics in, in, in order. Yeah, I also yeah. realize that people do take breaks. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't take a break, you know. Um, but I, I really need to focus on school right yeah. now. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm submitting and I'm doing assignments and it's just it's a bit crazy at the moment. Yeah. So I just needed to. And <clears throat> honestly, I'm a, little, I'm, I'm a little nervous about July mm. because it's the um, the first anniversary of Mama's departure mm. so mm. you know um and that's why i didn't specifically say a date mm. i'm just like i'll be back around mid july oh, yeah because yeah. i don't know what's going to be happening around then i don't know how i'm going to be yeah you no know, but for the most part i'm just taking a break now but that's the podcast and yeah. it has genuinely changed my life and has given me a big sense of purpose it's, yeah. it's when i started wow. I, I promise you because i don't know if you know but i used to want to become an actress Mm-mm, I don't know. Yeah, so I used to, and I was like, I'm definitely doing it. Mm. I go to all these auditions, I get some auditions and all that stuff. Mm. And I remember 2019, I was telling, um, you know, Piwe. Yeah, yeah. We went to um, church camp, and I remember I was telling him around that time, I was like, you know, I feel like God is doing something in my heart, like something's changing. Yeah. And I'm entering a very different season of change, and I just feel like I need to sit and like listen in on what's happening. Yeah. And I need to quiet down. And I remember. Towards the end of 2019 to the beginning of 2020, that passion fell out of me. It's like, 
what I can think about is like a tree withering up and dying. Mm. I have no, there's nothing in me that wants that. Yeah. And I decided, I realized that I really love speaking. And I think it's the Holy Spirit that helped me to realize that I've always, as a child, this is something I've always loved to do. Mm. So I decided that I'd focus on it. And as soon as I did, mm. my friend, as soon as I did, mm. opportunities started opening up. And then I started with the podcast as well. And I feel like I am sitting in purpose and I feel so fulfilled. Yeah. Like, like my soul is fulfilled. Wow. So when I do it, I just... I feel like I'm doing the thing that God has called me to do. Yeah. 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 It makes me, it just makes me feel like I'm alive. Yeah. So when I was like testing the audio, yeah. Um, I tested it and, and yeah. as soon as I started, I'm like, wow, man, it feels so good to be back. Yeah. yeah I was like, I haven't recorded like a, but I think I already deleted it. If I, if yeah. I hadn't deleted it, uh, I was going to post it somehow. Yeah. It's like, wow, I feel like I'm back to where I belong. Right. You know, like ah. I said that to to, to like I, I was recording, but afterwards I, I I deleted it. Yeah. But um, I was inviting someone to the pod, and it's not like they they didn't know what a podcast was, mm-hmm. but I think they didn't understand how it works. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Um, like in your own words, do you, do you, can you say for a person who's listening and they don't yeah. know what podcasting is, like just mm-hmm. just shortly describe yeah. what it is and I think maybe you can even answer like how did you start like mm-hmm. for someone who wants oh, to start yeah. like practic- practice yeah practical what did things. you do yeah um, so I do get the question from like um, the elders from my family wow um, really yeah so they want to start podcast I, no 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 so I oh. didn't know but um, but or oh, they don't know what it is they don't know what it is yeah, but yeah. some way somehow they're listening yeah right? okay yeah so my cousins were listening and they're like oh, so, so what is this thing yeah and I'm like oh it's a podcast they're like what's a podcast I'm like okay so mm. um, I remember the first time I saw I, I don't know if I saw the definition online but um, basically a podcast is like it's a it's, a, it's an audio file that exists online yeah it's like the best way I can describe it to someone who is unfamiliar with all of this altogether is see the radio. Yeah. It's like radio, but it's not on a frequency. It's yeah. online, but it's not like conventional. It has slots yeah. and music. Yeah. It's just an audio file and yeah. someone talking. And you can and access it. You can whenever. access it whenever and it's just there whenever. online. Yeah. Right. It's just different people talking about different things. You'll yeah. find a variety of topics, but it is just an audio file that exists online, yeah. an electronic audio file, yeah. if yeah. you if you want to go that far. Yeah. And so that's that's basically it. Yeah. And how... And you, and you broke it down so yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hope so. Um, and how I went about starting it is um, I got this really nifty app called Anchor. So mm. the first time I tried to do it on Buzzsprout. So mm. Buzzsprout is also an app Mm. But I found it online. So um, <clears throat> the reason I went for Anchor is because I listen to Spotify. Mm. And so I'm like, I wonder if I'm able to access podcasts on Spotify, surely I'm able to upload. Mm. So I went to sp- mm. uh, Spotify for, for, for podcasters. That's yeah. what I searched. Yeah. And then I found that, okay, um, if you want to upload onto Spotify, you have to do it through Anchor, mm. right, which belongs to Spotify. Yeah, they recently acquired Anchor. Right? Yeah. So I had no idea. And so um, I went and I downloaded this thing called Anchor. At first, I used it online, which is cool Hmm. because you could use it online. Yeah. Um, So I got Anchor. And on Anchor, if you want to, I recorded my my intro there. Yeah. um, Just to let people know that this is what the podcast is about. Yeah. Um, 
but you can also record episodes there. Yeah. I personally don't like to record episodes there. I like to record them separately, yeah. right? So I can yeah. edit them and then I upload them onto Anchor. Yeah. So Anchor takes um, a maximum of 250 megabytes. Mm. So it has to be smaller than that. So depending on whether you um, keep it as a WAV um, fo- file or an mm. MP3, it mm. could um, vary in sizes. Yeah. But that's that's the size required to upload onto Anchor. Yeah. And then you can add your description and what season it is and what number. Yeah. And as soon as you um, add it onto Anchor, it automatically will be uploaded onto Spotify, right? And the cool thing is that Anchor also distributes. So um, it did, I was not aware, right? I think I went and I took, there's something called an RSS, RSS feed, right? Mm. And you find it um, where, wherever you are uploading or creating your podcast. Yeah. And it's basically the that's host. address. Yeah, your host mm. address. Your host creates an RSS feed. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm. So I could say it's like a, your little address or you know what you're doing mm. or your, mm. your your podcast ID, I guess. ID, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. It's yeah. good. So, um, and then you can take it and, and, and add it onto other platforms yeah right but you could also just um have the host distributed to different platforms because some of them do offer that so i know with um, anchor every time i upload to anchor it does appear on two google podcasts yeah right but that was there was something i did first i'm not sure if that's the thing but i know on buzzsprout mm. it uploads to um i is it itunes or Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, yeah. and all these other ones. So just you have you just have, you just have to check with the host um, mm. as to where it distributes to what mm. the processes are. But it's very simple. You can do it. Anyone can do it as long as you know how to use a smartphone mm. and you're comfortable with online things. It's very simple. And um, as long as you have, um, I think uploading. I never uploaded over data. I always do it over Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how long it would take. And yeah. I don't know about that, but if you've got a secure Wi-Fi connection, I think you're you're definitely the same in the safe zone. Um, and yeah, that that's basically it. So it's mm. it's it's available now on on Anchor, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. And yeah, yeah, that's 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 basically it. Like how you how you unpacked, how you like you you feel like you belong, and how you started mm. and everything. It's like kind of my my story too yeah. I don't remember what was the first podcast I listened to but I think the Garrett Cliff Central thing because oh, I loved yeah. him so much and then when he went to online radio yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that was him yeah. but I never thought that I could I could do it but yeah. then when people like started um, recording podcasts okay even if I loved doing it yeah. back then I just thought ah, it's some super yeah you know, it's complicated like, thing yeah. you know, ah, I can't get that. But then people yeah. started doing podcasts, and yeah. I'm like, I wonder how these people are doing it. Yeah. And when I'm asking, I don't get the info. Mm. I don't get the info. Then time went by. I was like, nah, but I really need to start this thing. Yeah. And then I started. I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to start and yeah. upload on SoundCloud. Yes. You know? My yes. first episode is on SoundCloud. So like, if you check my my Spotify and Apple Podcasts, everything, yeah. it doesn't have like episode number one, mm-hmm. but it's on SoundCloud. But I'll find a way to to export it. Yeah. So that's where I started. But then I see now when people are popping up, they are they're already available on iTunes. I mean, right. Uh, what you call Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And I'm like, 
how do these people do it? <laughs> yeah. But every time I ask, like, you know how people can be like gatekeepers, yeah. man. Oh, people yeah. like they, they just don't want to help and, and whatever. So I was getting those type of people. Oh, that sucks. So I remember, let me not mention this because it might grieve some people, but they, they were like giving people in my circle yeah. just not, not being honest. Yeah. But then I remember I was at the shoe cleaning store mm-hmm. and um, this other guy came. He has a, a sports a sports um podcast actually mm-hmm. let me plug him now go listen like if you're into football go listen to the two upfront show um oh. i don't know if it's the two upfront podcast or mm-hmm. the two upfront show mm-hmm. so like yeah they cover football and you know i love football mm-hmm. and then we spoke and then i asked him, like hey man how do you do this thing yeah and he was like um can't you upload on spotify upload yeah. on spotify can you upload on spotify yeah i was like Ah, dude, is that easy? Like, yeah, I, I expected like, you, like some Super Saiyan Einstein one stuff. Step. It's like <laughs> try Spotify. It's yeah. like okay, then, <laughs> and you tried it. And you know when you Google something or check something on YouTube, mm-hmm. it just gives you a whole algorithm of recommendations of like some information to yeah. get. And then that's how I started, man. Yeah. And so I think your podcast as well is still going to be available to yeah. other podcast mm-hmm. um, apps because that's how mine started too. The yeah. first Spotify, Spotify and Anchor. Yeah. Then it was added to Google. Then it was added yeah. to Pocket Cast and, you know, like yes. all these things. So just keep on checking your Anchor. Yeah. You'd find that you're even available on some other sh- apps, but you're not sharing the links because you're not aware. I'd love to be on Apple Podcasts. I don't even know how you get there. That took me a while. Yeah. That, that takes a while. I can't say mm-hmm. how many months but definitely it takes a long time no? mm-hmm. okay. even i'm sure google podcast for you took a long time i wasn't i would search i would search it then mm. and you know i thought that maybe i did it myself because i would go there and like upload it but i'd search it and I'd nah, your host your host does it for you ah, my host is tricky. <laughs> ah, your, your host is they're tricky. Ah, they're and they take they're their dumb. time because yeah, i don't even let you know there's no hey by the way you know they do actually they do. Ma, ma, you have to on me you have to you have to keep, <laughs> you have to keep checking your, your dashboard on anchor oh oh on anchor not <laughs> yeah, my emails no, oh. no. check I your mean, dashboard you check how it's performing how many oh, people but listen I, I do check there like so I'll see on but, top yeah they do say it oh, now it's available now now it's available really? yeah you should check it out oh okay yeah 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 anyway like light that's how I started, and man, I just, yeah. I just feel like I'm, I'm at home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead. You are just back, and you're doing your thing. Ah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people always ask me to like record an episode by myself, but I don't yeah. know how to, and you're yeah. doing that. So I think maybe like you should like give me some advice on, yeah. on, on how to, how to do that. But um, it's a it's a dope space, man. It's it's a dope space. I I enjoy it. I love it. I love listening to podcasts and yeah, yeah. When I was growing up, I never thought that I could do talk radio kind yeah. of thing. Cause like this is talk radio. And uh, you know what? I feel like you definitely have that personality. For real. Like I feel like you'd be like on a seven oh two radio two thousand and be very relevant. For real. I promise you. Like here's the thing. Yeah. I see this though. I love hearing people talk. Yeah, yeah. I realized this yesterday. Yeah. I was trying to do my work. It was very hard for me to do this assignment. Yeah. I couldn't concentrate. I realized I don't like having music just playing in my background. Mm. If it's music, TBH, I mm. just like to listen to some worship music. Mm. But most of the day, if something is playing from my phone, it's going to be a podcast. So yeah. I was trying to do my work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had to play something. I, I, I was playing this one podcast. 
mm. if you know Jesus and Jalof, it's the funniest thing. I see people post it, but I never. It's so it funny. It's like ugh, these two amazing Nigerian women, mm. and you know they're they're you know making me an American everything. But yeah. I mean, it was distracting for me because their conversations are so cool, and I laugh. So I play some something. That's so where you get the accent from. Yeah, <laughs> they just they just make it. They just put it on a bigger scale. Yeah. Cause I just do it all the time now. So I'm like, ah, yeah. I have to go. <laughs> and I, I just I realized that okay. Yeah. Um, but yesterday I played some random video on YouTube where this lady was talking about, I think we was talking about marriage or something. I just needed someone to be talking about something. Yeah. And not it be flip flopping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was serious, but. And I, I was just going to my work. I was listening to it, but it was so calming. Yeah. So I definitely think you have that thing. Yeah. I'm just yeah. talking. And you have a very calm, very calm um, spirit, you know. Oh, thanks, man. Very calm and, you know, so I think if you wanted to go, and you like talking about very serious things because you're very concerned with relevant things. And yeah. Like, it's a genuine concern that you have about, like, the state of our economy, you oh, know, young people and things yeah, like that, yeah. right? So. And those are things that are on radio. So, oh, yeah. so you yeah. think I can do a pod by myself? Yeah, you know, I think a pod by yourself is just you you finding out what you want to talk about. Yeah. You yeah. just be like, I'm gonna talk about this and talk about it. It can be sharing something, it can be asking questions, you can you can do anything. I mean this is this is your this is your home. Mm. And whatever mm. you wanna do, whatever you wanna mm. decorate your home with, you go ahead and you do it. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. We'll talk more about it after the, yeah. the part. And um, I wanted us to, to touch more on the on the reason, like one of the reasons why you started a pod yeah. was um, to share like the, the journey with last and like, mm-hmm. you know, how, how, how it's like a battle, it's like, it's like a real struggle. Because I guess like if it was coming from a, a male version, mm-hmm. like if I was the one like talking about last, I guess mm-hmm. it would be like um, expected. <laughs> You get me? It's really? Like, yeah, because guys would say like, nah, man, it's normal to just like mm-hmm. look at a girl in that way or to, oh, yeah. you know, like um, desire someone in that way and, mm-hmm. and not want them to be like a, a life partner or, or something. You That's, know? See, I wouldn't expect that from men mm. because one, it's so normalized. So if you're going to come out and say, this is something I see as a problem, mm. I'll be like, you really acknowledge that it's a problem, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is yeah. a problem, but I would say, like, uh, in society, it's, yeah. it's something that you can say has to do more with men than, mm. than, than the ladies, you know? Yeah. You get me? I so get so if I was the one, like, sharing mm-hmm. on, on, on the struggles of, of last and, yeah. and battling to overcome, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be like, um, dog, you're weird, because, like, oh, yeah. the man should be this way. Yeah. But if it's not even expected for a woman to, mm. to like battle with that like um just share like how mm. how it is for you because mm. when, when when you when you come and express that to me mm-hmm. i wouldn't be like um oh but you're a girl man like what's yeah. wrong with you type of thing yeah. obviously like you're my friend and, yeah and just like i don't know having a certain level of emotional intelligence helps yeah helps like you, you you won't be judgy judgy and i think yeah. that's just like something that i can say um not to choose my own horn but it's just something that i had to, to work on over the years and mm-hmm. i can say something that i really understand like mm-hmm. um just being emotionally intelligent yeah. so but someone else might might react differently and like how you say like people um receive you in some way mm. like you said it's like mm. some people 
be like, ah, no, children of God, yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. like, uh, what, what are or what was your your, your experiences mm-hmm. with just like coming out and saying, hey, this is a real struggle for yeah. women as well. Honestly, like, if I'm being hundred percent honest, mm-hmm. I never even thought of it like as a as a woman thing. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's a general, it's a human struggle. Yeah. And I'm a human, and I'm struggling with it. I never is. I've never thought of for it real? as. I promise you, because yeah. I'm like, man. First and foremost is if I'm a woman and I'm dealing with this, mm. then there are definitely other women out there dealing with it. Yeah. And I know that men are dealing with it. And I know that, you know, human problem, mm. you know, and just because some people are not vocal about it does not mean that it doesn't exist. Yeah. And sometimes people don't even recognize that they are struggling with it. They just yeah. think because of society, because we're such a hypersexual society and generation, everything around sex is so normal. Mm. So I, 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 I figured that a lot of people may have that issue, but because it's so normalized, they think, well, I'm supposed to be this way, or, oh, no, I'm like this, I'm freak, or whatever the case may be, mm. right? But uh, for me, like I said, um, I think when I was in high school, oh, my gosh, when I think about myself in high school, mm. like, my, I, I just, I hurt for that girl because mm. that girl did not know herself. Mm. She... She had no firm footing of herself. She had no solid understanding of who she was, who she was. And so, you know the saying, um, stand for nothing, fall for everything? Mm. That was, I think that was me. In as much as I, I stood for something, in some way I stood for Christ, right? Mm. But <clears throat> I was that girl, you know, I like theories, you know, I like Bosaleba, um, the world, mm. you know, the, 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 the wisdom of the world, mm. I could say. So um, I was very lost, yeah. And um, I was hypersexual from a young age because I broke my virginity. I was fifteen. Mm. The guy was twenty-two. I met him on Mixit, and we've been dating and dating and dating. That was the first day I met him, mm. and then suddenly <clears throat> we're going to, you know, his his uncle's place. It was the first time I physically meet this person. Mm. Can you understand how dangerous that is? Mm. <clears throat> but I'm just this naive girl. You know, the world is a great place, and I grew up almost like bubbled in like in a little bubble environment yeah you know how i was treated so i didn't really expect anything other than being treated well by, by people and not that i wasn't treated well but i remember that and then jiggy jiggy were addressing jiggy jiggy having sex i had no idea wow. what i was doing wow. i had no idea all i knew is that oh my gosh a guy like a man a boy mm. i remember i'm like a boy is seeing me naked for the first time mm. well, my, the only people who've ever seen me naked are my brothers and my dad yeah who are men yeah and I remember, um, if I think back to uh, a comment that some girl made, um, I remember that year, and she she was also around the same age, and she was talking about the experience. And I thought about it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm experiencing. And I think if you think of it, like, generally, that experience was not bad. It was it was a good experience, if I could just say. Like, if you think about um, the normal, oh, my gosh, I went through this and it was so painful and I was abused and things like that. Mm. <clears throat> so I didn't have that. But I mean, also, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. Because I had no idea. I just I just found myself in a situation and the next thing, this is what I'm doing all the time. Wow. And I'm dating this man who's much older than me. Mm. And the next thing, I'm dating this person and then we have sex. The next thing, I'm doing this, you know. <clears throat> and it became a part of who I was. Yeah. I identified myself through sex because there was nothing at that point that I used as an identifier. Yeah. So me being hypersexual, me being attractive to boys and things like that, having a boyfriend and having sex, like that was a norm for me. 
and it was how I that's how I defined myself and I was proud of it because I'm like you know I'm sexy I do this and that was that comes from such a broken place and you don't even know it mm. when you're in it because you're thinking well this is great because mm. the world affirms it mm. that means it's right yeah, and yeah, it yeah. pleases these people so that means it's great so let's just keep on it and it wasn't until I left high school <clears throat> that I realized that um, well I started becoming more um, more reserved I just I started just to become this very reserved person I hardly dated I don't date at all now and I I think I just started to grow up and I realized that and I, I also watched porn right and I think the one thing I was seeking I was always sort of crying out for help because I would ask other girls if they watched porn and at that point you know I didn't really know any women who watched porn I knew men who watched porn right mm. And um, I just didn't know how to get out of it. But I knew at some point I got really tired. Yeah. I felt like a slave to pornography, bro. I felt like I'm always here. And then you rely on masturbating and then you feel horrible after. You feel like you could just crumble yourself up like a piece of paper and throw yourself into fire because you feel so ugly. You know, you feel so ugly and then go to sleep and just like, God, what did I do? Because you you grow up having this. I grew up knowing that there is God, and you know, even though I didn't understand God, I didn't understand anything about Christianity. I knew that what I was doing was wrong, and so even after leaving high school, I was still watching pornography. I was still struggling with it until I believe God gave me the strength by His Holy Spirit to just leave it alone. Because mm. I got to a point where I was angry enough. Mm. And I was fed up and I was just like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. I don't want to be controlled by this anymore. Like, it was controlling me. Mm. When I felt like I was now addicted, I would have, like, if I didn't have money, I'm like, I'm going to buy a time. I'd make sure I buy enough a time because I'm still on data. Mm. As soon as I run out of data and I'm watching this um, porn movie, mm. I buy more data immediately, mm. right? And I'm always just mm. spending money on this data yeah. to watch porn. Yeah. And, like, no one would understand why I never had data, like, but I knew what I was doing. Mm. So it was it was like my master and yes, that was conquered, but I was not aware of the fruits that it had mm. or the seeds that it had um kind of planted, planted in me. Yeah. yeah. And the fruits that were were were, were, were that were coming out as a result. Mm. You know, um me looking at a man lustfully, like I I thought that was normal, mm. right? And my expectations of how a man is supposed to be physically and how he's supposed to um, engage with me romantically were all based on pornography, Ooh. you know? That's so deep. Excuse me. So it wasn't, on, it wasn't based on me observing a healthy relationship or anything mm. like that. It was just, this is what porn says. Mm. And this is how um, I keep my significant other engaged and excited and um, looking forward to our relationship, you know, by making yeah. sure I, I appease his sexual appetite and I do all these different things that I saw these people do on TV. Yeah. You know, there was no sense of how to love him, how to look after him, how to love myself. Yeah. It was all about how to please myself and please the next person sexually. Mm. And so I didn't know how to communicate with, with someone I'm dating. Mm. I had no idea how to look after their emotional well-being. I had no idea how to engage them romantically. All I knew was sex. Mm. And all I knew was lust. All I knew was looking at someone and be like, mm, you know, this is what he can do for me, mm. what I can do for him. Mm. You know, and I'm so grateful to God because 
um, you know, apart from everything, you grow. Yeah. You do grow and you realize that certain things are not the way to live. You, you don't have to live a certain way. You don't have to subject yourself to certain things. And I think growing up and being exposed to different things, um, going to, I think, a church where you, where you find community. I found community with you guys. Yeah. Like, I still, to this day, say that going to our church, honestly, for me, it wasn't really about the church. Mm. I think... Cause, cause it was it was a time when I was praying about going to a church, and I think I needed to go to the church that I, I needed to go to that church at that time. Mm. I needed that, and I got I got community, mm. and I learned so much just mm. from being around you guys as well. So, a lot of those things kind of started to fall away, and I realized that oh stop, I don't love myself. Mm. You know. Um. Secondly, I see the world through a very perverted lens. Mm. You know. And thirdly. Have a very obscured understanding and perception of what um, sex is and what romantic romantic relationships are supposed to be, mm. you know. And I never thought of sex as being something as expressing love for your husband or your wife, yeah. you know. It being in a, a you are in a covenant with someone, right? Mm. And it just I understand that now there's so much depth to it that you can't just play around with it. And I think now. I can honestly say that the only reason I would deal with lust is because I'd feel lonely and it's like a crutch that I'd, I'd use because I'm so used to it and it's comforted me greatly, mm. you know? So, yeah, it's something that I feel like gave me a great sense of comfort. Like, when I lost my mom, mm. I was like, I'm going to turn to masturbation because this thing make, it makes me feel better. Yeah. Until I realized nothing changed. It doesn't make me feel better. Mm. Let's not do this. Mm. And so last is the same way. I think there'd be times where I'm just so lonely and I'm not trying to rely on God for it. I'm not trying to rely on my community for for that sense of, you know, oneness and things. Oh, you know, so Thanks yeah. for sharing that. That's so powerful, bro. Yeah. That, that hit me. Yeah. Oof, that hit me. What would you say to someone who's like stuck in that yeah. um, web, like at the moment? Yeah. Like, what would you be like your encouraging words? Um, that's all of the question, mm. right? Like, um, do you want your life to be ruled by lust? Mm. Do you want your life to be ruled by perversion? Like, because that's a very, that's a very sad life, mm. and there's little fulfillment in it. Yeah, it's got definitely. to do with what you can get from someone and it kind of makes it hard for you it makes it almost impossible for you to see someone as who they are and appreciate mm. them mm. and want to and value them and have something solid going on with that person mm. right um, I think it just makes you very selfish mm. and it's I mean pervert, perversion in and of itself is like it's, it's like a, a counterfeit substitution for the real thing which is only found in God the real community that you need, the real um, um, comfort that you need, the real love that you need, that you seek in pornography, that you seek in premarital sex and things like that, those things are found in God and only God. They're only found in God. And um, you can try it the world's way, but it'll only get you so far and it will not actually get you anywhere. And soon enough, you'll you'll realize that you're stuck in a cycle. So I would encourage 
whoever is struggling with lust or whoever is struggling with addiction to anything, pornography, whatever the case may be, um, I would just um, put it to you that you can trust God with that thing and he's the only way you're going to make it out of whatever that you're struggling with. But mm. turning to the world is, it's only going to deplete you, it's only going to take from you. Turn to God, trust him with it, give it to him and rely on him for that love and that affection that you so desperately need that you go to things like pornography and sex um, outside of covenant for. Mm. So that's that's what I'd say. And I'd also just say, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself and don't condemn yourself because, yeah. you know, um, it happens. It happens. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's just like some of those things, man, that society pushes asked towards mm-hmm. like to just say this is like okay this mm-hmm. is this is how life should be and um yeah most of the societal pressures they they're not good they're not mm-hmm. good so um, um i like how your advice um advises people to look to something greater you know yeah, something greater than the created Percent. Like the creator, like someone who, who created everything he and made who, it. He's a design for it. You know, and yeah. he knows how it's supposed to operate, how it's supposed to work, right? 100%. And um, yeah, that that's that's so powerful. And um, you mentioned that um, it's something that you you, you tried going um, running to yeah. after the loss of your mom's, and yeah. um, how it's her, it's her. The anniversary is coming of her mm. passing. Um, yeah, and may her soul rest in peace. And uh, how have you been dealing with like the the, the grief, the grief yeah. period? And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's like just just in short, you know, it's not something yeah. that like after the last issue, yeah. and then now grief yeah. is something that don't want to dwell too much on. But yeah. take your time. Um, in stages, like yeah. how have you been dealing with? with it in, in, in stages. Can I work backwards? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, I think if we talk about like stages, I think right now I'm definitely in, in acceptance and mm-hmm. um, I'm peaceful. Mm-hmm. I think now um, now it doesn't, it, it, it stings. Now mm-hmm. it stings differently mm-hmm. because um, now it's like it's, it's very real. Mm-hmm. Just this morning, Mm. My brother was dropping me off. He was talking about how, you know, I'm um, soon we're gonna have to do a headstone. I'm just like, that's so real. Mm. Like my mom, my mom. That's mm. so crazy. But, um, you know, my friend, I won't lie to you. I'm very comforted. Yeah. I miss my mom. Yeah. I miss her every day. I dream of her every day. You know, I miss her, but I get so comforted because first and foremost, I know she's healed. And my mom has been sick for so long. My mom has struggled when she fought. I know she's the only place where she'll never ever be in pain anymore. She'll never long for anything. And she's with her God, bro. Like my mom loved God. My mom loved God with every fiber of her being. So knowing that she's peaceful yeah. gives me a sense of comfort. Also, um, Man, God has held my hand through this this whole process, and I believe He's done the same for my dad and my brother. But He's been holding my hand through this whole thing, yeah. where I'd find myself sobbing and I'd be on the bathroom floor and I'd be crying my lungs out, but mm-hmm. out of nowhere, um, yeah. 
out of nowhere, just the sound of worship just abrupt from my heart and yeah. I feel peaceful. Yeah. And I'd yeah. be grateful that she's not in pain anymore. So things like that. But I know the beginning of the year, um, I experienced um, depressive states. Yeah. You know, for the first time in, I could say, maybe my life, I had, I can't say really contemplated, but I was really thinking, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I think, I wonder if ending my life is an option. Yeah. Because the pain was so great. Yeah. I was in so much pain and I'm like, I'm starting the year and I thought it was fine, but I'm realizing that just because the new year doesn't mean my mom gets to come back and spending days where I'd usually be with her alone sometimes, it would be, yo, I just, I wasn't coping, you know. Um, obviously finding out, I mean, I think towards the end of last year, um, I think I was working through anger. Mm, yeah. That's normal. I don't really know anger towards who, but I know I was angry. Mm. And I was just one in my mouth. Yeah. You yeah. know, and obviously in the beginning it was just denial and, I mean, and shock. And sometimes yeah. it, it, it tends to creep up on me. Like yeah. the, you know, and not like shock, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But sometimes, even though I'm peaceful, I can be like, so for real? Malayane. Wow. Yeah, mm. like Malayane. Like, mm. serious. Mm. Okay. This is my reality. This is my reality. So yeah. it's been it's been difficult. You know, I think anyone who's ever lost anyone close to them, especially your parent, your mother. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you had, like, my mom was my best friend. Because I saw my mom everything. There was a yeah. point last year, I remember... It's so weird. Like mm. I wanted, to, I, I've been wanting to tell my mom this, right? Mm. Twice I was asking my, I was asking God. I'm like, why are you pressing me to tell my mom so much about this thing? What is she gonna die? Because I don't need to tell her this. It was about mm. the fact that I wasn't a virgin. Because oh. my mom, because of the way I carry myself at home, I'm like really a kid. Mm. So she thought I was a virgin. Mm. And the one day I was just like, girl, listen. And mm. I was crying. She like, it's fine. I understand. It's okay. And my mom knew everything about me. My mom was my best friend. We talked about everything. I ditched friends for her. Like, I hardly hung with you guys because I was always with my mom. Mm, so, mm. yeah, um, losing her has changed my life. But it also brought me closer to God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I think I appreciate her so much more now. You know, I do. Yeah. And I think um, the one thing that I am so grateful for is that even through loss, God will, God will give you gain. Mm. And some way, somehow, he'll make you see all the things that you are gaining, even in the loss, even through loss. So, yeah. Um, but at the moment, it stings. Tennis, it stings, and and it always, always will. I yeah. think when I think about the future, I think about the fact that in five years' time, I still won't have a mom. Mm. And this will be my life. That stings. Mm. That, it hurts. Oof, man. That stings. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, I'm peaceful. Yeah. I'm peaceful and. I'm just happy for her and I'm happy she's resting. That's yeah. like, that comforts me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. she's that she's at peace. And also just generally, um, Holy Spirit will comfort you. That's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. That's a real that's thing. True. So, yeah, but um, we are here that's now, true. almost a year later, and I'm just grateful to God because wow. the strength, not me. It's not yours. No. Yeah. Always. Um, I, I like how we're just summarizing like the episode that you recorded. Oh like, right! <laughs> yeah. I remember we spoke about like how um, in the in the in a period of grief you just like 
with God in a way that mm. um, he'll he'll never be with you again because so he's true. with you in a special way. Right. Like, you know. And you even feel it because you like, feel the difference. Yeah. It's like when, when your child is sick, mm-hmm. you know, you, you are there in the room yeah. until they get well. You know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful analogy. Yeah, it's like that. And then I like how you're just advising people to just, yeah. you know, through anything, just run to God and, uh, and we just praise him for anyone who might be going through grief and mm-hmm. it's it's leading them there mm-hmm. and if it's leading someone astray just like run run to god friend yeah run to god friend um um please listen to to bolelo's podcast uh, the bot the god pulse yeah god, uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> the god pulse the podcast god pulse. <laughs> It's the first time that has ever happened. To me. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, to get to get more on her story and just like yeah, more on on how she's been like going through this this tough period. And I believe it can it can be a story of anyone who's listening because of the season that we've been going through, like COVID and and, and all of that. So like yeah, um, have some time. Check out the the podcast and yeah man i'm very very glad that we did this i am too so so long that was was like it was last year wasn't it it was before all of this happened all of the 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 grief and everything was it i think it was yeah it was before everything before the podcast before mom before everything i think it was like early last year does and I wanted to talk about like your, your internship at YFM, yeah. But hey, man, uh, we'll record on our wow. podcast sometime. And um, the I want us to, to your mix, Sorry, yeah, like the yeah, to your yeah. Mix, it's right? a lot, right? Wow, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot. Wow, um, I wanted us to play a game, um, yeah. just to to close the um, yeah, I always try to like play games with yeah. my guests. Oh, you gave me that idea. Which one, <laughs> which one did we play last time? Which one? I think it was lyrics. The lyrics. Yes. Oh man, I should have prepared it again. You should have prepared lyrics. But that, see, when you, that whole lyrics thing, yeah. that's why I ask people to suggest songs at the end. So I'm like, it's, actually, it's a oh, nice wow. way to, I never told you. Really? Thank you. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I feel, yeah. I feel, oh. <laughs> like a G. Yeah, I feel like a G right now. <laughs> like you punch your chest. Yeah. But I think I'll play the lyrics one with my next guest. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, right now, I want us to play uh, underrated, overrated. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna like this one. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like a general term or okay. general activity or whatever. Yeah. You just say, why are you saying it's under or overrated? Right? Okay. Okay, so underrated, overrated, um, slay queening. Slay queens. Slay queens are um, overrated. Overrated. Yeah. yeah. Overrated. Yeah. Well, yeah. just why would you say they're overrated? I don't know. Like, they just. I think the whole Slay Queen thing is, it's like, maybe I'm not understanding this game, but I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm very sure you, you understand it. Are, are you really? Yeah, okay, yeah. so overrated as in like, wait, stop, let's make sure I understand overrated and underrated. Yeah. Overrated is like, it's too much, it's too, it's too um, much of a big deal. No, no, like when something is underrated, yeah. it means like it's not given enough credit or... It's not oh. taken important enough, oh. like you know, it's oh. not regarded. Slay Queen's definitely, definitely overrated. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's just, it's just about how Mundu looks, and mm. you know, it's the just appeal, so over, the, the appearance, physical. and you know, the thing is, 
a, a nice well, the, 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 the inner is suffering right yeah. a nice person like a nice um, okay I'm not seeing enough nice people now I'm just like seeing out profiling people mm. but um, I think overrated in the sense that um, you could be like just a, a general chilled person in life mm. and now you want to be perceived a certain way so you feel like you need to put on this charade of you know um, going to these places and cooking up with these other people and doing all these weird things mm. you know and I feel like a lot of these young girls especially coming from pe- um, outside of Joburg mm. I think they, they do for a sense of um, wanting to be accepted and validated because that's mm. what the girls in Joburg are doing mm. you get attention from all the people you probably wouldn't get attention from if you mm. weren't finessing like that mm. so um, also the thing that I didn't know right mm. was something I learned I think t- 2018 that um, there's a culture of um, women who you know dress up and things like that, and then um, they go out with no plan, mm-hmm. and then um, someone will buy them drinks. And there's kind of like an apparently, apparently there's this um, unspoken agreement that um, I do this for you, and then you're gonna come home mm-hmm. with me, and we're gonna mm-hmm. do the deed. Tacitly. So it's yeah. it's basically uh, a modern day prostitution, the way I see it. Yeah, it's transactions. You know? Yeah, it's transactions. Yeah. So overrated and. Um, it must just, it must just stop because mm. um, no, no. Why? <laughs> just no. No, you're not even getting money. Because no. Oh, yeah. you can be getting money, but you're selling your soul, basically. But yeah. So yeah. just please cut it out, guys. Mm. Okay. Underrated, overrated, I'm a piano. Ah. Piano, piano. No, not overrated. <laughs> Not overrated, underrated. underrated. I think, uh, and it's still growing. Mm. The thing is, I'm a piano still. Oh my gosh, you you think that you know it's all that it'll ever be, mm. but it's still growing and it's still, um, it's still. I don't know, man. It's still developing. It's still becoming better, and people are finding different ways to express um, the genre. I'm a piano and. The world is yet to experience Amabiano in its fullness, bro. Mm. So it's definitely underrated. I think it's it's still, it's a it's a budding thing. Like it's still growing, it's still a little baby, and a lot of people are just hopping onto it now. And some people are trying to um, what's the word? Pioneer it mm. in mm. in different countries. Fashionate. So until until the world has gotten Amabiano, and until it has reached its peak in terms of how it can be um, expressed differently and all these other things, then, yeah. But now, ah, it's still underrated and it's dope. It's mm, really dope. Mm. And yeah. it's something that is so us, man. Ah, so us. It's the, so the living, essay. The, the, ah, the lyrics, the culture, oh, it's just gosh. so us. Not influenced by anyone. But, I think it's... But I, I'm very proud of Amabian. Yeah, like, yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Nigeria have has a uh, Afrobeat. We, mm. have, we have Bian. Yeah. Um, underrated, overrated... University education. Underrated. Underrated. Ooh, let me think about that. Ooh. Let me think about that. <sighs> I have two opinions here. Hmm. Right. The first is that um okay, the first will just be the first time. Hmm. But the first opinion would be hmm. the first opinion would be um that formal education is not the only way to be educated. Hmm. Right? And it, I just the second opinion would just be, I really hate and, and my heart cries out for the fact that you have to go through the process of formal education and spend all that money um, just so you can have a paper to prove that you know what you claim to know, which mm-hmm. makes sense in you know the world that we live in. But in this world, how to finesse if you want to make it in corporate and 
or not just in corporate, just in the world generally. You need mm. a piece of paper to mm. prove your value, to prove your worth. Mm. And um, whoever devised that, um, um, well, that that way of doing things, mm. you know, um, I don't know, but I wish that it wasn't that way. Mm. But it's important to get an education. Does it have to be a formal education? No. But am I, would I want my children to go and get a formal education? I would. Mm. You know, I would want maybe like, see, see, now I'm just, no, that's not actually not even true. That's not even true in your life. Mm. I just want them to be educated in the word of God, TBH. Yeah. And, and yeah. other things they must learn. And yeah. I will teach them, but they don't need to, they don't need to go to school for it. So I once had this friend that said, um, you know, with um, tertiary education, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not about like um, going and using that piece of paper, mm-hmm. but just the abstract things that you learn. Um, I think I once said You said that to me. Was it, was it you? Yeah, I think I, I, I once said it in a podcast or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. But uh, yes, I think we, I think in our episode, you know. <laughs> Because I, I remember, oh, yeah, I remember I you said this to me, and yeah. I got that like it te- it teaches you things that um it teaches you resilience, like yeah. how to discipline. how to be how to be Being disciplined. Being at a certain place at a certain time. That I think you have to yeah. study for tests like resilience, yeah. toughness, you know, all these all mm-hmm. these things. So sometimes it's about the abstract yeah. that that that. Yeah. Um, so even if like you. You, you don't want to use that piece piece of mm. uh, paper. You still Some, have that, I think. Yeah, you still you still That's need that. You still, yeah. still I think um, if if you feel like vasty is not important mm-hmm. for you to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but maybe just go for the abstract, you yeah. know, and do just to say I finished, something. I finished something. Right, I started yeah. something and I finished it. Yeah, it doesn't need to, even need to be you physically going to um, a UJ or anything like that. You can do courses online, just whatever it is. Let, Free be, courses, bro. Be, because I feel like. They do it in any which way, whether you go do it at a big, um, high institution, mm. there is accountability, mm. and it's like you've got to finish the thing that you started, mm. right? So, yeah, so how many did we do? Three, we did three, we uh. did, I'm a piano, like he queens, and we did mm. university. Okay, don't explain these two. Um, okay, uh, underrated or rated YouTube? Hmm, underrated, underrated, yeah, it's like our university. Yeah, University of Life. Yeah. It's YouTube. <laughs> uh, underrated, overrated podcasting. Ah, underrated, absolutely. Underrated. underrated. Uh, podcasting is a, it's a beautiful art. It's a beautiful thing so in the world. So <laughs> many that was overrated Slay Queens. I think it was Slay Queens. It was, it was Slay Queens and I was half and half with the university. Oh. Because I've never really thought about it. Yeah, yeah, All I know is that I just that don't like tricky. the system. That I don't tricky. like the system. But see now, if we're explaining about the, 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 the abstract skills that it gives yeah, you, yeah. that's a real thing. I'm learning and I'm like, you know what, actually, I might... I've never thought about it, so I'm just like, I don't want to take my children to university, but on the other hand, I want to, but on the other hand, I don't know, but I want mm. them to be educated, so, but the only thing, Slay Queen's 100% overrated. Yeah. I just think, like, so many beautiful souls just, out there that just are just, no. yeah, just, just, just no, don't do stop it. it. Don't do it because no. <laughs> yeah, if men and women alike, because yeah, they would, if, if men weren't, you know, if they weren't doing the, what they were doing, I don't oh, think women would be doing what yeah. they did. Right. There's there's the there's the women who just I'm not saying that happy say queens is people who do this. Mm. Okay? Not women who just like to look fleeking and look beautiful and look after themselves. Mm. We're not talking about those women, mm. you know. Mm. We're talking about people who just who want, took the term who, are, just, who are going there to do a transaction. Took the term and just messed it up. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's transactional. We're talking about the transactional one. Yeah. Where you are just doing modern day prostitution. That's yeah. what we're talking about. 
Lelo. Thanks for coming, girl. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And all the best with everything, man. The healing, the recovering, the, the exams, nail it. All the best with the God house. And um, yeah, girl, man, just keep on slay queening the right way. <laughs> the, the right way. way. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank um, you. Sure. Thanks for taking your time to to check out um, the Square One show. I almost said the God House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you remembered yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, the Square One show. Oh man, um, I appreciate that you you take time out out of your busy schedule to just like tune in into content that like we we work very hard to to bring to you. So. Yeah, so we do value you and we do put this much effort into the content. So yeah, just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, man, we'll see you on the next one. So um, you can you can give me reviews like um, what do you, like you'd like to see happen or to hear happen on the podcast um, on my Twitter and Instagram at Lucas Malepo, uh, followed by an underscore. Yeah, you can send me your reviews there and your suggestions there. And yeah, um, let's let's make sure that this time I don't go away. Yeah. <laughs> this time I don't go away. It's here to stay. That right. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a happy coincidence. Sure, sure. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Sure. We out.